Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Do you have a hard time going against the grain? When everyone's doing one thing, it can be difficult to stand up and do the opposite. But Pastor J.D. reminds us in today's update that to follow Christ is to go against the crowd. People may look at you like you're crazy, but the reality is you know the truth while they're just guessing. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 7th, 2021. I have to follow Jesus. If you'll kindly allow me to, I want to share with you another quote that I think is so apropos was like this. Fortunately, some are born with spiritual immune systems that sooner or later give rejection to the illusory worldview grafted upon them from birth through social conditioning. Oh my goodness, that says it all right there. They, speaking of the few, begin sensing that something is amiss, and they start looking for answers. Inner knowledge and anomalous outer experiences show them a side of reality others are oblivious to, and so begins their journey of awakening. Each step of the journey is made by following their heart, I'll add, following the Lord instead of following the crowd, and by choosing knowledge over the veils of ignorance. This is the narrow path. Yeah, but those guys can't be wrong. They can't. Well, when I go to the Word of God, and I study Bible prophecy, and I'm told in Bible prophecy that at the time of the end, the whole earth, every nation on earth is going to be deceived. They're going to be under this deception. Paul writing to the Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians 2, describes it as a powerful delusion, a strong delusion that God Himself sends. And the reason God sends it is because they rejected the truth. Who's the truth? Jesus. They rejected Jesus. And so He sends them this powerful deception, and they believe, not a lie, the lie. Oh, it's not what is the lie, who is the lie. 
If Jesus is the truth, then the devil is the lie. That's the lie. And it's already here. And I'm going to play it safe and stand up here behind this pulpit, as is my privilege every week, and say to you, hey, everything's going to be okay. Thank you for laughing, some of you. It was an uncomfortable laugh, but there's a big problem with that. Ezekiel writes about it. He says, if you don't warn the people, their blood's on your hands. However, if you warn them and they don't respond, then the blood's on their own hands. How's that for selfish? <laughs> I'm, I'm washing my it's, it's on you now. <laughs> no, but I will stand before the Lord. And James makes it very clear. In fact, he says, you know, if you desire to be a teacher, it's a good thing, it's a noble thing, but you better, you better be very careful and prayerful, because teachers of God's Word will be judged by a much higher standard. Why? Because of this. What did you do, Pastor? Did you warn the people about what's coming? Or did you tell them, peace, peace, when there's no peace? as were the false prophets of that day. So when, not if, it came, they were blindsided by it, not ready for it, and perished because of it. And God forbid, God forbid, I will stand here, and I will scream, and I will cry, and I will beg, and I will plead with you, please, 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 this is real. This is happening. This is now. This is not 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years from now. This is now, today. It's happening now. That which we're told will come to pass during the seven-year tribulation is already beginning to come to pass now, today. November 2021. It's happening now. And the rapture is going to happen before the seven-year tribulation begins. And the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is removed, Second Thessalonians 2, 3. Actually, the whole chapter. You know what that means? If we're already seeing that which was foretold in Bible prophecy beginning to take shape, that will find its ultimate fulfillment in the seven-year tribulation, and it's already happening now. How close are we? I believe we are so close, so close. This brings me full circle to how we began. I want to just share with you that in my own life, I've been walking with the Lord for many years now, I always know I made a good decision when my only regret is that I didn't make it sooner. And such is the case with this. My only regret is that I did not let go of this world sooner. Because when I let go of this world, the peace, oh, the peace, just the peace, all the emotions, the stress, everything, 
gone. Because everything now is viewed through the lens of Jesus coming to take me out of this world. So now when I'm watching, I don't yell at the TV anymore. I mean, that's a victory in and of itself. Because it's completely changed the complexion of how I view everything and everyone. I'm looking at that politician. Don't you, don't email me on this. I'm looking at that politician on the television screen. It's on mute, still on mute. I'm not that, I haven't got that victory yet. (laughs) But I'm watching that politician and before I let go, because see that's, my investment is here. I I need to hear what he has to say, because it's going to impact my investment, because my treasures are here in this world. This is important. Now it's like, it doesn't matter. Now I look at him, I already know you already put, you filled in the blank, so whatever, that's fine. And the only question I ask now is, because I've let go of all of this, it does not have a hold on me, nor do I have a hold on it. So now the only question I ask is, do they know Jesus? Uh, Red, blue, (laughs) Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, right, left, whatever you want to say. No, 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 no. Black, white, that's the, (laughs) you have in your mind the things of man. Get thee behind me, Satan. The only thing that matters is, do they know Jesus? I was thinking about this the other day. Again, I do often. I see somebody, and of course the flesh is right there. Oh, it's going to be there until we get our new bodies. Can't wait. But the flesh rears its ugly head. It's kind of like, can you believe what they just did? The bill they just passed the implications of it. It's going to make that money you have worthless. Well, not mine, because my treasure's up there. (laughs) How about that? Yeah, but hyperinflation, and you're going to wake up one morning, and that bank balance is going to be a fraction of what it was because of that. It's up there. It's not going to happen up there. Because moth, rust, the government (laughs) cannot break in and steal it, hyperinflate it, and make it worthless because it's up there. They don't have access to it. Now if I got it down here, they've got access to it. So let go. I promise you again, the peace that will just fill your heart and mind will be overwhelming. And your only regret will be, why didn't I just let go of this sooner? You can have this world. Take the world. Take it. Just give me Jesus. By the way, if you do take the world, if that's your choice, top seven years, just so you know, you can have the world, but you're only going to have it for seven years. God, it's fine. I'll take Jesus, because that's forever. And that's the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, eternal life because of 
Jesus Christ. This is why we end with the gospel and a simple childlike explanation of the ABCs of salvation. What is the gospel? The gospel is, in fact, the word gospel means good news. Your penalty has been paid. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. Good news. That's the gospel. That's what the word gospel means. What debt's been paid? Oh, the death penalty's been paid. Jesus paid it. Jesus died for you. You're free to go. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. You're free. You're free to go. The ABCs are really just a, again, a very simple way to explain the gospel. And really the centrality of the ABCs is the B. I mean, it's almost simpler than ABC. It's just as simple as B. But the A is what brings a person to the B. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. Because see, unless and until you acknowledge that you're a sinner, you're not interested in the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might think you're a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And here's why, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all missed that perfect bullseye standard of God's righteousness. We've all transgressed. We've all broken His law. You break one commandment, it's like breaking them all. I broke them all, and then some. And so did you. So don't look at me all spiritual like that. We've all sinned. We've all transgressed. We've all broken God's law. Now, because we've broken God's law, We have to enter into the courtroom of eternity and stand before the judge of the universe. And we have to enter our plea. What's your plea? Guilty as charged. I'm guilty of the sin of breaking God's law. And then the judge has to now enter into the sentencing phase and he pronounces the death sentence. That's the bad news. And just as they're about to haul you out of that courtroom of eternity before the judge of the universe. In walks a man, no ordinary man. It's the God-man, Jesus the Christ. And he says, stop everything. I will go to his death, her death in her stead. I will pay the price. I will die in their place. And the judge just looks at you like, oh, because he's the local judge. And he says, good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. And the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I know I say this every week. I hope you don't tire of me saying it, but it's so important to keep repeating it. A gift is a gift. I know that's deeply profound, but a gift is not a gift if you purchase it. It's a purchase. It's not a purchase. It's a gift. He purchased it. He paid for it in full. It cost Him everything. And He purchased us, paid the price, and He offers us the gift that He paid for, eternal life. That's the good news. And that's the A. Here's the B. And this again is central. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart 
that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. The jury's not out. The verdict is in. It's not you might, you could, you should. No, you will be saved. Believe on Him. And the C, lastly, which comes as an expression of the B, when you believe in your heart what comes out of your mouth. You call upon the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans ten thirteen, I love this because it seals the deal. For me, this was almost 40 years ago. In fact, 40 years this January was my Romans 10, 13, when I called upon the name of the Lord. All who call upon the name of the Lord will, 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 will be saved. That simple. Listen, if you're here in this church, I make no assumptions. Maybe you're visiting, maybe you visited, you're you're coming back. We're so glad you came back. But I make no assumptions, and maybe somebody watching online, today is the day of salvation. Please, please, please do not put off the most important decision of your life for eternal life. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Today, today. Can I share with you one but God testimony in closing? This one comes from Jennifer. She writes, You asked for but God stories a few weeks ago, and I watched your videos a few weeks behind, but I thought I would send it in anyway. I've been married for 28 years. I married the youth minister at my church. Shortly before our wedding, my husband was diagnosed with basal and squamous cell skin cancer. It was a minor problem at the time. He got the spot removed and we got married. He was 19 at the time. Well, this became a major problem because he is a redhead and continued to get more and more skin cancers over the years. And though he often went for prayer at church, God never healed him from his skin cancer. I have been attending church by myself for nearly 17 years, as my husband has been very angry that he has not been healed, even though he trusted God and served Him. He has been through chemotherapy twice and has had dozens of surgeries. He has applied for disability three times, and is always turned down, and no one will hire him because he has these open bleeding wounds that will never heal. He is a modern-day leper and hates to leave the house. He does odd jobs and is self-employed to bring in some income. I have prayed for him to turn back to the Lord for 17 years. It has felt like the unanswerable prayer but God. I have been watching your videos for over a year now. Each time my husband and I will get into these huge fights 
because he thought what you were teaching was wrong, because no other church was teaching the same things. Sounds like a crowd to me. He began to do research on his own to refute what you were saying on the prophecy updates. And slowly he began to see that what you were saying was right, and he changed his mind. He recently rededicated his life to the Lord and got rebaptized. Yeah. And then she says this lastly, he is still not healed of his cancer, but God did heal him from his anger, which in some ways can be worse than cancer, by the way. I only share that because it's a, for me at least, a much needed reminder. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep following the Lord. Don't follow the crowd. Yes, it is difficult. Yes, the gate is narrow. Yes, only a few go through. But God, pick up that cross with me. Pick up that cross and just get it over with. (laughs) Die. Die. Quit trying to hold on. Let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. And watch what God will do. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, on the authority of God's Word and God's goodness. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I I did my best, Lord, and you know my heart, but now you have to do the rest. You have to take this now, and you have to do what only you can do by the Holy Spirit in our lives, in and through it. Lord, please, I know many have taken this thing, and Lord, we do pray for them that you'll be merciful to them, that you'll heal their bodies and somehow get their bodies, which you designed to expel whatever this is that's in them. Get it out of them. Supernaturally heal them and keep them, keep their health and their immune system. And Lord, for all of us, and I include myself in this lastly, (laughs) Lord, help us. Because unless the Holy Spirit enables us. We're not able in and of ourselves to do it, but we need the Holy Spirit to help us let go of this dying world that's passing away and lay hold of the hope, the only hope that we have. And that's you, Jesus. Jesus, come quickly, please. Maranatha. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. 
how soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.